Perek Tes Vav Mishnah Aleph. This and the following Perek, which are the final two Prakam of the Mesachta, return to a topic that we began in Perek Yud, namely the issue of a woman whose husband's whereabouts are unknown, and what kind of evidence we would need in order to come to a determination that the husband has died and that therefore this woman could get remarried. Typically, when it comes to a woman's marital status, we apply the rule of The court will not determine that a woman's marital status has changed with anything less than two kosher witnesses who testify to that effect. But of course, it might prove quite difficult, maybe even impossible, to produce two qualified eyewitnesses to this man's death. And so if the normal rules of evidence were upheld here, there's a great chance that this woman will remain in Iguna forever, unable to remarry. Thus, the Rabbanan said that in this situation, we could rely on less than two witnesses. We could rely on even just the testimony of a single witness who says the husband died, even if that person is not normally qualified to testify. And we can even rely on the woman's own testimony. If she says, I saw my husband died, then we can rely on that to permit her to remarry. Now, of course, the Rabbanan wouldn't simply waive the evidentiary requirements as much of sympathy we have on this woman that she shouldn't be left uh, unable to remarry. Rather, the halachic justification is a couple of things. That First of all, there are abundant reason that it's highly unlikely that a person would fabricate testimony that a person has died. Because, of course, if it's not true, then in all likelihood, the falsehood of the testimony will be exposed when the person comes walking in alive and well. In addition, there is an assumption that the woman is not going to rely on whatever basis we have, whatever's report it is, and actually go and remarry unless she is thoroughly convinced that her husband is actually dead. Because if that's not the case, and he ends up you know, coming back in, and as we learned in Perakiyah, there's a slew of penalties that apply. She becomes forbidden to both whichever man she married and her original husband, and we strip from her all of the usual marital benefits that apply, Children with the second man obviously would be mamzerim if her husband is actually alive. So fearing these dire consequences, the assumption is that she'll be daiku minseva, that the woman will conduct a thorough investigation and only actually get remarried if she's completely convinced that her husband is no longer alive. Our mission presents a qualification of the dispensation of allowing a woman to get remarried on the basis of her own testimony that her husband died. The Mishnah states regarding a woman who went with her husband overseas and where Shalom there is peace between this man and wife. I mean, we had no reason to believe that the marriage was under severe strain that she wanted out of this marriage. In addition, the place they traveled to wasn't a war zone. Upon her return, she tells Bezdin, my husband died. In this case, we would apply the dispensation we described in the intro. Atinasi would permit her to remarry. The mission adds that in the event that she and her husband had no children, her husband has a brother, and she testified again, Mace Bali, my husband died. Tisiabim, we would permit the brother to proceed with the mitzvah Yibam to marry his sister-in-law, who apparently has become a widow, Yivama, so that, of course, degenerates a mitzvah Yibam. The point is that even though if her husband is in fact alive, and not only would it be adultery, but it would be incestuous as well, still, we are able to rely on her testimony. If she says her husband died, and the conditions described above are met, then we would 
permit Yibam to proceed. The mission now states, if, however, either of the two factors mentioned above are not present, that is, Shalom even if this woman's relationship with her husband was amicable, but Umulchama Bolam, place she went to with her husband, was a war zone, or Ketata if it's known to us that there was great strife in the marriage, for example, we are aware that this woman previously made the false assertion that her husband had divorced her. It turned out it was not at all true. It was clearly just a means to try and escape this marriage. So that would be a clear sign that this woman is desperate to exit this relationship. Allah is even if the place they went to was not a war zone. It was perfectly peaceful there. In both of these cases we just described, Ubasav Amram Ismail, if she comes back and testifies, my husband has died, here she is not believed. In the first case, because of the fact that the place they visited was a war zone, and so in the fog of war it's easy to make a mistake about this type of issue, maybe she really believes that her husband was killed. Maybe a lot of people around them were killed, she assumed he must have been killed. So the testimony in this case is not reliable. And in the second case, the issue is that we're concerned that she perhaps is purposely sabotaging this marriage. I mean, she knows that her husband's going to come back alive, and then the result will be that she is not allowed to ever be married to him. Bezdin will compel him to give her again, and that's what she wants. So she's not believed in this second case either. The Mishnah presents a more strict opinion on the question of whether we could rely on the woman's own testimony that her husband has died. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, will not believe a woman who testifies that her husband has died unless she comes in weeping with her clothes torn. That is, it has to be clear to us that this woman is mourning the loss of her husband. If not, we would not find her report believable. If you really believe your husband is dead, why are you not upset and mourning over that? But Amrullah the Chacham said, Rabbi Yudah, not Even if the woman coming and telling us her husband has died is not displaying signs of mourning, we could still believe her testimony and permit her to remarry on its basis. And the halach is in accordance with the chacham.